We're going to get into the last segment of the day, as we always do, which is what we've been sipping on any media that we've been consuming the past week or since the last time we recorded a podcast, because we didn't record one last week. But, right. you know, so maybe got a little bit more time to consume some media. What you've been sipping on, Mike? Or you want me to go first? I, would, I want you to go first, because I've got a few things uh, trying to think about. But, yeah, by that time, I'll be ready to go. It's kind of like ordering at a restaurant. You're like, oh, by the time you're done ordering, I'll be ready to go. Okay. Go that, ahead. That's cool. So I have been uh, I have been sipping on a couple different things, uh, a couple animes that aren't really worthwhile. Uh, I started watching um, what's it called the HBO show Succession. Mm-hmm. I started watching Is that. Is that good? Uh, I'm only like one or two episodes in, um, and I've kind of been shifting back and forth between multiple different things. But the thing that I've really been sipping on is actually a little bit of bar stools, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you. Follow like I'm sure you do being a sports guy. So like I think that the barstools thing that they have created, this was something that I've known about since college back in like 2012 and stuff like that because I know Harmeyer used to follow like Big Cat and stuff like that back in the day. They've been doing it for 20 years and they have straight up. I didn't know that they did this. Created like The Office, the show The Office on NBC. But in on YouTube in real life, yeah. like they they actually just have cameras at their office all day, just recording Filming. shit, and yep. it's it's fucking dope. It it's, is. It's really it's, cool. I've always said it would be cool to see something like that in a more like like when they say like reality TV, all that shit scripted. Yeah, what they're doing is just it's real. Well, I don't more know. Real. I don't. It's it. I, I mean, they make maybe they set up different. They, like, there's they, definitely they, shit being set up because a little like, I don't bit, know but you, then they don't script or, or have anything to where it goes from that point. You have know what you, I'm saying? But have you watched like this past week with the pres the presidential election that they did between mm-hmm. Tommy and uh, Kelly Keegs or whatever they had because Barstool's recently just uh, their uh, parent company that was helping them, which was Penn. Yeah. Penn. They had a deal with uh, ESPN, so they essentially had to go away from Barstools, and now Dave Portnoy and owns all of Barstools again. So yeah, for a buck. Because they did that, the content team was like, oh, we should hold an election. And it's a fake election, but at the same time, the 40-minute the content piece that they had out of it was fucking hysterical. Was it? I'll have to watch it. Oh, that. it was so good, man. It got to a point where, like, they had the, the women and men uh, pitted against each other, and, like, uh, the Tommy guy was kind of doing, like, this Donald Trump-esque thing, yeah. and the other girl was doing this, like, women empowerment or whatever, right. and then when the election was all over, it was like, oh, it's rigged, just like yeah. the 2020 election. <laughs> gotcha. so it was, yeah. No, it was, a, it was a really good thing that they, they like did there. Like a skit, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was phenomenal. Phenomenal, and uh, but that's where I kind of go. It's not all real. It's not like they definitely have teams that are are doing this. They record at certain times, and they, right, they, yeah. yeah. But they, they, but they don't like it's the rest of like what they do within the t- like kind of the stage of what they set. Like after that, they don't actually have it scripted though. For, I feel like I like everything I think, that's said and done is just kind of like it. Kind I of think flows. That, I think that some of it definitely is unscripted. Like I was watching, I was watching. They had like the best of bar stool scenes, which is like uh th- this 40 minute thing that they do i think weekly where it's just like this week the content that they right. record or whatever right, right, just right. like the highlights and it was the highlights of the highlights yeah but i remember i was watching one with uh um rico and this man hurled a fucking can a full can of high noon at another employee like i don't think that was scripted because if that would have hit the other employee they would have been in some deep shit right 
but uh, it's one of those things where like some of it i think that the guys are always ready to record yeah it, but a lot of it is scripted to a point where they know that this is going to get views so they yeah the setup is scripted and then whatever happens after that is kind of like kind mm -hmm. of you know it goes by the it goes with the flow and whatnot it, yeah exactly but i mean barstools i didn't realize until recently how big Barstools was. I mean, I knew uh, with Ohio passing the gambling laws or whatever, Barstools has their own betting uh, right. uh, application yeah. and stuff like that. But right. like, they have like, uh, I believe it's just 24 hours of just rotated in and out shows that they do of radio shows, podcasts and stuff. Really? And it, yeah. I'll like, have to watch that. Like, dude, they have so many different shows going through there and like, they're not even just hitting sports anymore. They hit like other categories and genres and stuff and it's just, it's, it's become this huge thing. No kidding. This huge thing, I, yeah. I have to watch that yeah. for sure. Yeah. No, I, I can give you some shit to maybe check out, but I'm just getting new into new it. New into so, it, yeah. 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 Yeah, but no, nah, definitely check out Barstools and see some of the stuff that they're doing because I think they're doing good things. Dude, they're going to – they do their own college game day. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. That, that's, I knew about that, yeah, because they talked about that. And, and I, from what I understand with some of the recent ESPN layoffs – uh, they were kind of trying to pull maybe some of the people that were involved with, with, uh, with that over yeah, over yeah. to that just to do just that. I just watched one of the Pick'em shows that they do with uh, Dave, Big Cat, and uh, uh, Rico. They were actually talking. Rico has a connection with ESPN, and they were trying to get him on Barstools, and Rico was like, y'all have said some shit about this guy. I don't think that he's going to win. Yeah. There's definitely a little war going on there. Right. And I think that they're kind of the rising up to this big power of ESPN. But like you said, ESPN's kind of falling and they you know, are, I mean, they're putting all their eggs in Pat McAfee's basket, I believe. So well, is that not working? They out? fired a bunch of, no, well, that's going to work out because Pat McAfee is the man in the sports world. He, he, is, he is, but I feel like that's going to take away from his legitimacy of what he's known for. I don't know. I've seen I mean, some of his be able shit. To, is he going to be able to do what I've he's doing? I've seen his shit recently, and it seems like... But is he a part well, of ESPN Here's yet? the thing. I think ESPN is firing all like the contemporary guys that they've had, and yeah. they have laid off a lot of people. Yeah, especially from They're the focusing radio. on independent media because they know that that is the future. People it don't want to watch ESPN's fucking 30-minute time slot for whatever game it is or whatever. They want to watch this it, independent guy who can talk about whatever he wants but to. But see, it used to be relevant. Like Mike and Mike... And uh, the SVP podcast, Scott Van Pelt's podcast, uh, SVP and Rosillo, and then Will Kane's podcast, like those used to have relevance. Those used to be great podcasts. No, you're good. Um, ESPN's uh, uh, radio uh, used to be really, really good, and then they just kind of veered off into being... You know, so far, uh, you know, even away, from, almost away from getting away from sports to a degree. And then I think they're just so mainstream at this yeah, point exactly, that everyone's getting a little bit tired. of Yeah, it. absolutely. But if you bring an independent in, which you're right, it is kind of controlling the, the narrative and bringing coming up. And, and really, people are following that more so because they're sick and tired of that mainstream. Well, that's why they brought Pat McAfee. Correct. In. But if they dilute Pat McAfee into what they want him to be instead of what he's naturally good at and what he is now then that's gonna just hinder both yeah but i think matt pat mcafee is that type of guy and i think the deal that they made kind of gives him 
free range. I hope that, that does. That I hope that does. Yeah, we'll see how it works because Barstool was originally with the with the buyout that they had, where uh, Dave kind of sold the company to get you know the more corporate type thing and expand them or whatever, and it definitely worked. But they've been saying this past week and stuff that now that he's come back and owns the full thing, that now they can start going back to the original Barstool, right? The which is any, what made the them, goes which which is what started their you know their rise in popularity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. for sure. Yeah, so. That's what I've been sipping on. I don't know if you want to get into a little bit because we're a week away. College football. Actually, college football starts college today. College football starts now, actually, yeah. yes. There's not a whole lot on uh, today. Uh, but, yeah, next week's going to be fantastic. Dude, college football Saturdays and, and Sunday NFL is, is just – it's just like I mean I feel like fall has become my favorite season for. Dude, I'm that. done with summer this year. I usually like summer because shit, more shit's going on. But I've had some issues this past summer that like it just hasn't been. I'm ready for fall and football. Yeah, I really, no, I, I hear you. A kind lot of that has to do with mind. the Bengals have Super Bowl implications, but. Uh, yeah, well, they're yeah. It's kind of Super Bowl or bust now. Is is the kind of the the, the uh, as crazy as that sounds? I mean, is that is that not wild for because of really. I don't want to say one man, obviously Burrow is mm-hmm. like the biggest reasoning for that. But I feel like too is the culture that has been instilled in that locker room and into yeah. that franchise props to ZT for that. And that's, you got to give him a lot of props yeah. regardless yeah. of what it is that, you know, he portrays as a coach on the field and yeah. stuff like that, which I, I still think he does a, a, a great job of, you yeah. know, uh, and he's getting better and better. I think each year yeah. uh, underappreciated, I would say, because I, I agree. And Duke Tobin is one of the best GMs in, in football. Look what happens when Mike Brown's not running it. Exactly. Shit. I mean, it's, but I'll, it's, I'll give you this. Burrow is kind of at the forefront of that. He's he absolutely is, he is the, the face, forefront. but there's a lot of other, there's a lot shit. of moving we, parts behind Higgins, the scenes that people don't Jamar chase. Lou Anaromo might be the best defensive coordinator in the Brian league. Brian Callahan's done a great job with their offense. Yep. I mean, and they've, they've drafted, I hope this, this uh, past draft was in, you know, an advanced advancement into the future of, you yeah. know, their, their young players and their core. Right. Has been it's just been they've done a fantastic job, but um, yeah, I mean the other thing I, I guess I could say I've been sipping on. Um, I went back and started watching the show Suits again. I know I've mentioned that before. I just saw that Suits became the most streamed show of all time. It was like yesterday that I saw that. So I don't know how guys, true it was, but yeah, it's number one on uh, Netflix. Yeah, uh, and so now you guys can't talk shit about anything that I uh, recommend watching. I feel good about that. Uh, dude, it's just a, it's just a great business mindset. Um, you know, just a really good flow. It's like a, it's kind of like an entourage without like the, you know, the Ari gold, like the actual, like, you know, I've never at, seen entourage. So and entourage is my favorite show of all time, but suits is number two because like suits is just such a great, well-written, uh, show. It's just, it's business mindset. It really gets you into that mind of, of, let mindset of like just going out and going after it and getting yeah. it. It's just, it's, it's great. Um, I've been going, went back and, and started watching that actually with my girlfriend because um, she's already seen a lot of it, but not everything. I'm probably going to have to check that out here soon. I got it's, some it's other really shit that good. I want to see, but that's get kind of in, moving up get on into my list now. Yeah. Get into at least watch the first couple of seasons and you'll probably become hooked. For um, sure. uh, the other thing too is, um, I, I went back and started watching old, uh, WWE, I still say WWF, but on, I've got a Peacock subscription and mm-hmm. all the old WWF Rawls, Monday Night Rawls. Oh, WWE? Yes. 
I don't ever call it WWE. It's the when I watched it, it was WWF. I'll wait till you get back. I don't remember. Oh, sorry, my bad. I just need to get that. Uh, I don't ever remember it being called WWF. Dude, it was WWF until the World WWF Wildlife was Boxing. No, WWF was WWF before the World Wildlife uh, Foundation went after Vince McMahon and WWF, and they had to change their name to Worldwide Entertainment. Which is now WWE, obviously, but wow. yeah, it was WWF when it was the Attitude Era. Attitude Era was Stone Cold and The Rock and The Undertaker and all those guys in their prime. Yeah, when they were going up against Monday Night Nitro and WCW for the Monday Night Wars and all that. I'm uh, that's what I grew up on, and like yeah, I've always dude, never never fucked with pro wrestling. I dude, well back then it was so. Like the entertainment value of wrestling back then I mean, was. I'll give them so, props for doing their thing. They get people. They get so people. We're watching. talking. We're talking late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Who is that? Vince McMahon does that. Yeah. Yeah. The business genius, fucking entertainment genius, knows but, how to do it. But it's never been my cup of tea. I've never. Back then, they were going up against like the the NWO, the New World Order, with Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and all those guys. Gotcha. That, that's when it was at the at the height because it had the the competition. Okay. Uh, but that was, dude, I went back and watched some of those old ones. And the reason why is because I saw a podcast with the guy who was basically running WCW. And he talks about the day, the night that WCW basically screwed themselves and WWF took over the ratings war. Yeah. They were, WCW had been up 83 weeks. It's called the 83 week podcast. The 83 weeks that they, WCW was number one. And then w, WWF took over one night when, WCW announcer said, uh, I hope you're st uh, still tuning in to us. If you uh, are thinking about going over to the other um, uh, whatever, you know, WWF or whatever. Uh, so uh, anyway, so it was a 83 week podcast and the commentators for WCW said, if you're going to if you're thinking about uh, I hope you're still tuning in. If you're thinking about switching over to the other network, uh, we just found out that man because it was the raw was taped. Monday Night Raw for WWF was taped. He's like, we just found out that uh, Mankind is going to uh, win the uh, championship. And they're like, well, why would they put him over and all this other stuff? But the way it happened, people switched over to the other network and watched the WWF. And the was way it one of those things where they found out like it was fixed at that point? <clears throat> well, the WWF, everything's wrestling scripted to, yeah. for the most part. But they basically were like putting down the the uh the wrestler that they were tr like WWF was putting uh, as you know, basically putting over as the new champion mm -hmm. and people were like well, mankind's going to be champion cuz he was popular but like they're like what really so then they switched over to the other network and the way that mankind became champion was stone cold coming out and like hitting the rock with over the head with a chair and putting mankind over the rock and pinning him and it was like a huge pop, like when Stone Cold's music, that glass hit, mm -hmm. it was a huge crowd pop, one of the biggest in, in the history. And then from that point forward, people wanted to know why, like what, why they were going with this angle. So then that's when WWF's ratings went through the roof. So I started, I went back and started watching just some watch of those Raws. Yeah, man, some, some old clips and just because wrestling now sucks. I haven't paid attention to it for probably 15 years. Yeah. 
but back then it was it was just the entertainment value. It was people would talk about it at school on Tuesdays. Yeah, at Elder and stuff, got, we talked about what happened the night before. I remember on, on, at, in wrestling. I remember uh, back in my early college days, Harmeyer and a lot of my friends they used to watch wrestling highlights all the time. That's what I'm I never, saying. I never understood it, uh, but it was it's just really the, the entertainment value back then was was just so good because of oh. the competition they had. But I went back on Peacock and watched some of that. Um, I also finished the full swing um, documentary documentary on Netflix, uh, and I'm getting ready to start the other th- last thing I've been w- waiting to sip on, and I'll talk about this in upcoming podcast. But the new uh, Florida Gators um, documentary that's gonna is it an untold? Because I just watched that Johnny Manziel one. Uh, no, it's not an untold. Uh, I can't remember what it, uh, I think it's on Netflix, but it's uh, about the Florida. I believe it's on Netflix. So it's about the, about the Florida Gators when Tim Tebow was. Well, I was about to say Tebow era. Tebow era, yeah, yeah. and it, like the freaking trailer looked awesome. It does. I mean, Tebow had a whole story. I don't know there. if it's an untold. It that, could be. That but man was, got up in a press conference and was like, "You're know, never going to see, see anyone hurt, work harder than I will these next couple months." And I don't care as much. Again. I don't care as much crap as anyone would give because they hated, you know, hated Tebow. The man stood for something. Hated him, and I, I respect his, him. His hated faith him. and work ethic is what got him to be one of the best college football, uh, you know, athletes, quarterbacks, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say. Just yeah. motivators of yeah. his generation. Was never a very good quarterback. But wasn't he uh, wasn't the best, but he was a winner, he and won. he did it based upon his faith and his work ethic. He yep. he put the, uh, just everything he had into it, and he was vocal about it yeah legend and great commentator too. and he pulled it's kind of like each one teach one it's like you're gonna be, you want to be great cool it's like the kobe mindset yep. mama mentality bring bring others with you yeah because that's how you win hell yeah i yeah. might have to check that out it's it's uh, it's pretty awesome that trailer was was killer it, it was i had chills hell yeah yeah hell yeah is that all you've been sipping on that's it man all right this has been what you've been sipping on episode 66 of your house our rules yes peace, peace.